listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Now trick what? Lace who? That ain't what mates do. Got a lot of girls to love to replace you. Tell you to your face, boo. Now behind your back. Niggas talk shit. We never mind that. Funny, never find that. Puff a dime stack. Write hot shit that make a nigga say rewind that. Niggas know we go against the Harlem Jiggalo. Get your hoe, lick a low, make the bitch hit the dough. Oh, bad boy. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Black Outers Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're live on a Sunday morning. Yes. Uh, Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> yes. The, the day. For all of us that still support the black men playing in the NFL and all the black people that, you know, still care about black people but also need a check, it's, it's our day, okay? We celebrating. Now, the rest of you Negroes, I better not see you tweeting about it. Um, we also have, uh, some guests here, guys, alright? You guys should recognize the first voice as he's been on the show many times. It's a man, Brandon Collins. What's going on? Hey, everybody. Thank you for having me on your podcast on the Lord's Day. Thank special you. day where room five is going to be performed for all of us yes <laughs> very much looking forward to that corniness i look forward uh, i look forward i look forward to us having a healing moment of maroon five and travis scott at halftime so what that's who's coming that's who's playing no you you in this healing moment i knew that oh uh, yeah i mean we're gonna have a healing moment for the nation maroon five big boy travis scott that's what super bowl halftime is about bringing everybody together so that we can celebrate the nfl and i mean that's what i'm here for only very few people can heal and that is beyonce and i would say prince and it might be a few but you know everybody else is all right okay you say that till they play sunday morning but that's fine um and then also, i didn't say i wasn't gonna be singing alone now right, but they're yeah. not gonna bring the nation together they're gonna bring they're gonna bring my nation together um also uh first time on the show uh we got uh tati what's going on hi good morning thank you uh for coming on good morning to you well thank you for having me you know brandon was like do you want to do the podcast and i was like which one and he's like rod and karen i was like yes let's do it oh uh, that's so nice oh uh and also i see you you know you kind of dabbled into the podcasting yourself over there with me on popcorn i know because for a long time we always heard your name so I was like, okay, I know she's around there somewhere, but I don't know. He might be making it up because I, you know, I mm-hmm. didn't, you know, hear no voice and never see her. Brandon is kind of crazy. Right. Like that. If, there wasn't who, if there wasn't anyone who made up a, a spouse, it would be me out of me and Justin. So I, 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 I understand that, Karen. So I was no, it's like, legit. Look. Oh, oh, look at that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm the wife now, but uh, no, it's. <laughs> ironically brandon when i used to work in an office um he would call my phone and he'd be like oh you have such a such a nice voice brandon does seem like a creepy creepy voice guy he does i have always been creepy guys i feel like i have a bad rub man (laughs) how did y'all meet Oh wow, we uh we met at college, so we both went to St. John's University, and we just happened to meet because we were like going for the same major. We both were going to go for education, and uh, we just happened to have a bunch of classes together, and we just were friends for like the longest time. And then we didn't start dating until like way after we graduated college. Oh, that's yeah. beautiful. So yeah, so so really, that whole like your friends first thing, I guess, works out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that gets such a bad rep. Me and Karen right. friends first. I don't. Yeah, we've known each other since elementary school, and and people act like, 
when we say we were friends people go y'all knew each other beforehand is there a problem with that you yeah. know do y'all just meet strangers off the street and be like will you marry me that makes no sense i just don't want to go through no real shit with like an acquaintance you know what i'm right. saying like i need somebody you <laughs> know what i'm saying I'm, like that friendship is with. that friendship is cool until you know what i'm saying he in the washington post with this new white woman being like <laughs> come on uh, she got alzheimer's <laughs> and stuff you know what i'm saying i'm gonna still take care of her but niggas gotta live like nah i need some dedication up in this motherfucker we need to be like yeah. i miss you and shit like what what kind of i mean you know to different strokes different and, strokes. And got, you know god forbid anything happened to the relationship at least like you'll be good like giving alimony to somebody you do respect and you've had a long history with right you don't want to give half your money to some of you like met three months ago and then <laughs> right. you cheated because you knew it wasn't right right i'm you not trying I mean? to go through cancer with like a nigga that i met off tinder just you know no. what i'm saying it's like we just kind of cool <laughs> mm-hmm. like no nah, i won't i won't like mm-hmm. you might like marriage is is good but sometimes it's bad stuff too it's like yeah it is you might have to help somebody use the bathroom i, I want that Come to on. be i want that to be somebody that i feel like is i need to talk to every day i yeah, don't need that, that to be like a nigga that i can see once a week and that's the part people don't talk about you have to see them sick like you have to see yeah. them go through different phases of their lives you have to see them getting get older you know and that's you, have, the, you might have to raise a kid with a person come like on. that's how you go, my job how you go through that with somebody that's just all right you know what i'm saying anyway just okay Mm-mm. no no offense to all my uh you know non-friend ass couples and shit out there it's fine anyway um that's cool man i'm glad say that again i'm sorry i broke you up shout out to the single mothers out there you know mm-hmm. just just keeping the dream alive and yep raising yeah. these children uh, right all them niggas. i actually was brandon's wing woman while we were friends oh so i helped him uh i helped him get the cutty mm. and was it time. now was it we like, don't need to reveal all this was it a lot of work me and his wing woman like did you have to be like don't talk to him in that voice and stuff like that well, I mean, no, it was just like, like he had a, a stage five clinger at one point and I had to like distract her with shiny things and, and get her to like, you know, walk to the train with me. Wow. Stuff like that. Now is Brandon yeah, a good. I had another trip at the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> cause, cause you was just pulling them in like that. Um, now Brandon, are you a good wing man or did you not ever be the wing man? Oh, I, I'm a terrible wing man. I, I have no game. My boys and I usually don't have any game. So we kind of cancel each other out in the attempts. We try to support each other. And then, you know me, like, some, I, sometimes I get nervous sweat. And so just me trying to, like, talk to a girl on behalf of my boy, like, it just didn't come off well. Yeah. Uh, it, it's not good. We ended up losing a lot of money buying women drinks, and they just walk away from us. <laughs> I remember one time we were in Vegas, and my boys and I, we bought these girls at the bar around of drinks. And they think they said thank you, and they immediately walked away. And I said out loud, "Dough." <laughs> like, I'm a fucking moron. Like I was like, "Oh, that was a terrible, terrible." Thing. Yeah, I'm also a terrible wingman because um, I'm an introvert and I try to have like meaningful conversations. And that's the exact opposite of what you told us to do when you stalling for time for some other nigga, right? Like, like I'm over there talking to her about like so what major uh are you in school and what are you planning to do with that oh yeah and it's like five minutes later you cut back and i'm like so your grandmother died while you were in eighth grade and that really affected you and it's like you just drove the whole party down <laughs> like nobody's getting any today um anyway man um that's dope and then what made you uh get into the you know podcasting um with, with brandon here um like dabbling i feel like i've been listening to brandon for like five six years via um 
medium popcorn medium popcorn mm-hmm. and before that uh comedy outliers mm-hmm. and uh you know i felt like like tati wasn't always up in the mix so how do you start being like i'm getting up in the mix on these movies and stuff um so initially i when uh, brennan was doing medium popcorn i think if we're gonna call it like the pilot episode it was just him and i actually wrote the lyrics to the original medium popcorn song um and then justin came in and i would like throw commentary from outside the room Mm -hmm. um and so eventually at some point i think i mentioned to them like i think you need a female perspective on this one movie that they were doing Mm -hmm. and they brought me in and from there just kind of was like i'll do guest appearances like this is your thing so obviously we watch movies together and there are some that i absolutely enjoy and i'm like please let me on there are ones that i absolutely hate and he's like you have to come on and tell me all the like tell the audience all these things that you said during the movie and also i guess you know medium popcorn podcast audience really like me and my voice i do so i'll give it to them Mm -hmm. i do too (laughs) yeah also like i can't imagine being in a room with brandon and justin recording and i can't say nothing because like they (laughs) they say some of the wildest shit they go on these like tangents sometimes and then like sometimes they get deep in the weeds with like some like idea that's like horrible so it's like you just want like a referee to come in and be like time out guys let's get back to the movie because what y'all talking about right now is gonna get either like too creepy or too offensive or too ridiculous and and so i can't imagine if i had to like listen to a live recording i'm supposed to be in the background like Mm -hmm. this is fine yeah i I don't think that works for me either yeah, both uh, Tati and um, Justin's wife, uh, Paula, when they're around and they hear Justin and I recording, they're just, like, shaking their heads in the background, like, no, no, no. Like, <laughs> Tati definitely brings, like, a lot of levity when she is on the episode because, I mean, if y'all heard the Aquaman episode recently, the things I've said I would do to Justin as a supervillain, <laughs> it's just, like, there's so many inappropriate things I said in that monologue that I'm, I'm, I I fear when Tati tells me, oh, I'm listening to some backlog episodes of Media Popcorn. And I'm like, no, no, don't do that, please. Think of me differently. <laughs> yes, because me and Roderick listen to y'all while we driving around town and stuff. And sometimes I hear y'all talk, particularly about superhero movies, because I don't know everything, but you know, I have knowledge and wisdoms. And I know for me, I don't read a lot of the comic books, but I'm deep. The MCU movies are my comic books. So I take them to heart. So when y'all be throwing out like these theories and stuff, I've literally been in the car sometimes and I'll stop fussing out loud going, <laughs> while I'm here, I'm going down the road. Yeah, Brandon is literally the worst at movie theories. Like, it's real, it's real bad. <laughs> like he'll be like well what if spider-man actually is a scroll i'm like no that wouldn't make any sense for the and then he'll be like because if you think about it this that and the other by the end i'm just like just make him shut up justin tati come in somebody somebody stop it's making my brain mad to hear that these new ideas that don't make sense to me um but at the same time like those are also like the uniqueness and the funniness of the yes. show is that some of the shit only brandon will think of <laughs> i'm just like all right like, well, i mean you're not gonna hear that take nowhere else i can promise you that no will you know what i'm saying well worth the uh premium money well worth the patreon <laughs> um, so brandon man what uh what all you got going on because i know you say you got some stuff coming up this month you want to promote and whatnot Oh uh, man, we got a lot of stuff going on besides uh, Black History Month for Media Popcorn. Both Black History, on iTunes, Spotify. Yep, and then uh, we also have the Patreon. 
if you're a big fan of Media Popcorn, I recommend signing up for the Patreon, $5, $10 package. Our first movie for Black History Month on Patreon is going to be BAPS with Halle wow. Berry and Marlanda. <laughs> one of the worst movies we've ever seen. You're taking it way uh, But for regular audience, yeah, regular <laughs> audience, we got Meteor Man coming up this week, so it's going to be crazy. Yes. Uh, Black History Month is going to be wild for Media Popcorn this month. Um, but I also have my Comedy Outlier show coming back. Right, um, you are you are Mike Brown. Shout out to Mike Brown. Yep, Mike Brown. Shout out to Mike Brown. Uh, you good podcast? Check that out. It's about mental health in the black community. Please check that podcast out. But we have a show coming up on Saturday, February twenty third at the Bell House in Brooklyn. Um, you can get tickets at AmericanCounts dot com. And then the night before that, if you are in the New York area, I mean, you can come out and support a bunch of black artists. We have Drunk Black History, which is something that Gordon Baker Bone, who's a popular comedian in New York City, and myself are hosting. At the Creek in the Cave in Long Island City. Uh, it's going to be like $5. You can get all this information at AmericanCounts.com. But both of these shows back to back are going to be amazing. If you're in the New York area, please come out and support. Yeah, but I mean, one, obviously the comedy outliers. Uh, I mean, that's old school, taking mm-hmm. it back. Um, glad to see uh, y'all still working together and still cool. Because I can never tell you more with the internet. Like, if motherfuckers don't be talking every day on Twitter, I'm like, are they still fucking with each other? I mean, like, do they not? I mean, can I tag them in the same post? I mean, you know what yeah, I'm saying? When anybody get mad or offended, like I, I don't know nowadays. Yeah, so I'm glad to hear that because I felt like media, I felt like comedy outliers. It was just kind of like on my feed one day, and then the next day I was just like, where my boys go? You know, right? Just over there, look, look looking lonely at my phone and my RSS feed. Like, refreshing, refreshing. When it's coming back? Why you don't love me? Um, <laughs> right? So it was, it was cool We're to uh, family still yeah that's definitely family and that's something that um that we definitely were really excited to bring outliers back for the seventh year anniversary um simply because like after our sixth year we were like we've been doing this for a long time they're creative people and they want to do different things so we were like let's take a break brendan and i had just gotten married too Mm -hmm. so we're like let's nurture our marriage Mm -hmm. um and then like we were like rounding out the year we're like we got to bring outliers back so and, we're excited for it. And to be honest, it was the perfect year to do it because it's our first year in marriage. And if y'all been listening to Medium Popcorn, you know it's been kind of a wild year yeah. for Tati and I. Like, try to squeeze in Medium Popcorn has been, like, kind of a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, it's good to, like, be able to bring the band back together. And I'm also starting to do a, a few other uh, things within, like, the comedy realm that I'm excited about because now we have some flexibility in our schedule again. Mm-hmm. So uh, we can we can do some more life events that's dope man like i said i because uh um it's not that i ever thought you and y'all you and y'all and mike weren't cool or anything it's right. just it's just how the internet works you just never fucking know any day like you think people be best friends and then you be like don't tag that nigga on my facebook you're like oh i'm i'm sorry i just want to say happy birthday yeah, and nobody tell me <laughs> so that's dope man and um y'all are both talented creative people uh between uh you and mike seeing you know both of y'all do y'all own thing is kind of dope too um and then also like i feel like like comedy outliers never got like a a a good you know like not even a farewell you know what i'm saying like it wasn't a real like for us on the internet you know what i'm saying it It wasn't like like, a real like yeah yeah it was just kind of gone yeah i was like oh no last episode no okay yeah my feelings was hurt i'm not even gonna lie i I know it wasn't personally towards me but i took it personally so it's beautiful and i hope y'all still finding time to go to brunch this is a reminder for all my black comedians up there 
y'all make sure y'all keep hanging out and shit because we need each other um yeah, my kids are still getting together having brunch mimosas getting jacked up so i'm talking, talking about, about black ass industry we doing it and then drunk black history just sounds genius like yes it does that like i watched drunk history it's one of my favorite shows mm-hmm. um and then like my favorite episodes are the ones where they talk about some black shit um so it's like why not just be a whole show of that that would be super dope so that's a great idea i know that's gonna take off thank you yeah goran baker bow and i are really excited about it we're excited just to have an ex- uh, excuse to drink you know good drink good high now, be fun. <laughs> it's gonna be dope high black history now see i hadn't thought of that that's i didn't know that was part of the equation me either that would depend on which drugs right because like yeah <laughs> I, don't, I don't worry about high drug history during black history just because you feel like the dude would eventually at some point the third iteration of telling the story about this you know the blackest story would be eating fried chicken and shit <laughs> be like, oh no we can't he's like i got the munchies nigga. What you want me to do? <laughs> oh man well look um uh if you're in the new york area make sure y'all attend the events make sure y'all support because mm-hmm. um, it's always dope to hear y'all come out and then like you know we see the little pictures online and shit and it's like oh i know that person that's that's a fan of us and they also at this event so um and then also like five dollars is so cheap yes it is like i don't know what the um like what the plan is how you gonna make money off of that shit but go while uh you can still get a steal you know what i'm saying go out you can still get a deal so go up in there and uh and support you said americancollins.com is where people get tickets yeah but i also put the two ticket links in uh the chat as well okay cool check out cool man all right um let's go ahead and get into some podcasting guys okay we have a lot of stuff to talk about um first of all you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic Search the Black Gautas, leave us five star reviews. The official weapon of the show is the Taser. An unofficial sport. It's Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Uh and today's podcast is actually sponsored, guys. It's one of our favorite sponsors. They're back. Yes. Um, which uh, I think will be really exciting for fans that have been listening for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's also the return of something else. Uh Triangle Wine Company is back, mm-hmm. y'all. They are bringing you this show, which means, of course white people news wednesday is back okay wine get your wine get your your cheese cheese. wednesday we talking nothing but white people news so um those get prepared for your horrible wine glasses ready your horrible acoustic covers get ready for um, white people you don't know who they are right um you know a little bit of more trump news because you know we got to talk about that motherfucker first but i'm just saying be prepared wednesdays okay to relax come 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 uh come with your your belly full of wines and meats and cheeses okay um <laughs> but they are back and they sell thousands of wines from all over the world for every budget visit trianglewineco.com and search by price varietal uh and regional a uh, variety and region or browse the organic or highly rated wines um take advantage of weekly sales and case discounts when you shop online to offset the cost of wine shipping we know shipping heavy glasses and delicious liquids can be pricey stop by triangle wine co stores in raleigh durham area of north carolina where you can sip while you shop during our free wine tasting events or when you buy wine by the glass at our tasting bars um you can find your favorite new wine when you shop triangle wine companies amazing selections visit triangle com uh and then later on in the show i will also bring up 
a special deal they got mm-hmm. for, just for our fans okay so uh karen mm-hmm. don't let me forget i won't all right that's a little tea mm-hmm you know it's, it's a little bit of professional you know what i'm saying we've been doing this a while we've been doing this a while oh, uh you got new york times baby you talk about wine and shit <laughs> you're a bougie now right you know, you know we sip on a little something around here i know he done got his check mark <laughs> and shit leaving me all behind i know man we worked so hard to get karen a blue check mark and they was like a black mm, woman no. and just spit it out our face just like get out our face um anyway you don't want to check mark it's really more problems everybody thinks that shit is cool but it's not <laughs> um you, you get no money and then you get a bunch of people that don't like your opinion anymore because of a check mark like what the fuck i didn't do nothing to get this anyway um let's talk about uh let's talk about news guys okay there's a lot of news going on rapper bow wow was arrested in atlanta and charged with battery that's right yep rapper uh bow wow guess i'm not saying a little no more uh has been arrested following a fight with a woman um which is how you know he caught the fade because um <laughs> if it's not considered domestic violence or domestic abuse then he probably got it, it he must have been getting his ass whooped uh yeah he yeah. got some she got some licks in you see that mug yeah, shot that mug shot was <laughs> i was like he got his ass handed to him yeah, he got his roll bounce on that's <laughs> damn sure the police showed up and was like um yeah we're gonna just file this as a as a fight because happened to you is just you clearly did not win mm-hmm. um whatever this was um i will say though this is like his second time i believe with a run-in where he put his hands on a woman i think the first one was um he got kicked off of was he got the first one i want to say was with the other shorty that fought young berg on on love and hip-hop god i'm getting my my black people i was confused. thinking that too but what, i feel like we just get are getting young bird and oh you know what up. you might yeah now that i say it out loud maybe that was young bird a lot of like i'm saying the same thing but he did it to somebody that power used to date right was that it something like yeah that. yeah it's like six degrees of separation movie? um all right well my bad i take it back then because i i ain't fact checked that let me take that one back i'll reverse uh officer jarius darty said in the email that the rapper whose given name is shad moss was arrested early saturday police were called to an address in midtown atlanta around 15 a.m when they arrived a woman named leslie holden told them that moss had assaulted her uh officers also spoke with moss who said holden had assaulted him and let's see them like uh, somebody said hazel was hazelie was it hazel was that oh hazel with the big nose oh yeah i remember her i don't know if they fall i don't see i don't know i don't remember who youngberg i feel like youngberg beat up somebody else that bow i used to date I don't think it was Hazel. Yeah, he beat up okay. the real the, the oh, one with Masika. the big Masika. Yeah, Masika, that's it. That's it. Yes. Um it took me a while. Just off the Rolodex. Well, you know what? It's just that love and hip hop has gotten so big. It's like Game of Thrones level now. Like it's hard to remember <laughs> characters and shit. I had to give people nicknames cuz I can't keep up with all these people. Um Yeah, Yandy became thirsty and shit out of nowhere. It's weird, man. That shit was crazy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. the uh, hormone monster from um <laughs> from big mouth Aww. um yandy does <laughs> somebody told me somebody told me yandy looked like her and i can't unsee it now um oh, wow. police were called to an address in midtown atlanta around 4 15 um so then uh police say both moss and holden had visible minor injuries uh officers couldn't tell who was the primary aggressor so they both was charged with battery 
oh yeah because see he too little for that shit man he ended up shooting the fair one like he might have been she might be that he was trying to be the aggressor but she not gonna let no four foot two nigga beat her up mm-hmm. uh <laughs> online record show mouse was held in the jail on the eight thousand dollar signature bond which I, I don't know what that one is mm-hmm. you just signed for it apparently so um it wasn't clear if he had hold it no cash yeah <laughs> Cause he ain't got it probably. I mean, like, he ain't had a hit since 1997. Yeah, these are the only hits he received. He's like the these are the only Aww. hits he's received uh, since he been uh, adult. These the hits to the face that he took. Um, that's it. Um, so yeah, he. Um, it wasn't clear here his attorney could comment. So yeah, man, bow out here fighting people or, or getting beat up or or trying to abuse people. It's hard to tell, but. <sighs> sad seemed like he was strike racing. one got you by surprise strike two right before your eyes it seemed like uh just yesterday he was taking pictures on uh for 10 fake private jets oh he did do that yep how quick the mighty have fallen speaking of which and rappers six nine please guilty to nine federal racketeering and firearm mm-hmm. charges mm-hmm six nine he ain't coming out yeah i think that might be it for people and and, and i have a question what race is he not black he's like mexican Mexican, right okay that's what i thought i think he's mexican yeah and puerto rican okay because at first it was like he was getting all this privilege and they was like no you ain't got no privilege take these years oh yeah yeah he i mean it was what it was. Right, he was, I mean, because he was the, slipping and sliding and whooping and dodging and shit, and you yeah. was like, "Nigga, why ain't you in jail?" Well, it's also this thing though, where like the shit that they got him on is not something you can white privilege yourself out of, right? Nope. Yeah, nope. These, like this Fed time racketeering shit is not like even mafia people go to prison for this shit. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, Rolling Stone got a great article about this shit. Like they talk, they talk about his whole bio and how like he was like working at a deli that he got looped into the gang life and shit and then apparently he's snitching on these people which i don't i feel like in the three months we're gonna hear about him being stabbed up in jail and mm-hmm. he's gonna be yeah. no more that he's gonna bleed fruit loops and shit mm-hmm. it's gonna be a sad day for whoever follows that nigga <laughs> it's gonna be yeah that's not gonna end well yeah according to the daily beast the rappers pled guilty to nine counts of federal racketeering and firearm charges this news comes just after two months after the rapper was arrested by federal agents and hit with several federal charges yeah um it's funny because he was doing like a radio interview the day before he got like arrested oh and was talking about how he was gonna change his life and uh he had to get all the gang people out of his life and the feds uh was like he was scared straight and then this nigga went to prison anyway Oh, did they did they do him like they did the old boy to no walk no uh knock warrant just rolled up in there was like gotcha bitch uh yeah actually yeah they was they was like we ain't got to have sixteen bars or beats to get you uh nope. speaking with double xl at the time Takashi's then attorney Lance Lazaro made it clear that he believed six nine would be proven innocent of the crimes okay uh is I believe that the charge against him is an overcharge by the U S attorney's office and that when the facts come out i am confident that the charges will be dismissed as it relates to daniel hernandez takashi 69 um mm-hmm. you know what and, it, and i know this might sound stupid but whenever they say rico charge i always think it's 
to me it's like rico i've known rico as a black man like rico so i'm like okay if they catch you on rico charges <laughs> that automatically mean you're gonna get treated like a nigga because even the white people <laughs> that get charged with the rico go to jail <laughs> that's true that is- so I think maybe that's just my interpretation what'd you say for it remember what harvey Dent was like harvey Dent was saying we're gonna get a rico charge we're gonna get all these people together on one racketeering charge everybody going to jail so yeah yeah, Rico. That, uh, I always think of the mafia. I always think of the mafia when I hear Rico. Like yeah. that's how they always get the mob motherfuckers because they can get you. Like because with Rico shit, it's like if we are in an organization together and you kill a motherfucker, mm-hmm. I get murdered too because we in what? the same organization. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that's why they do the Rico shit, and that means like sometimes they don't even have to get you on murder. It'd be like uh this nigga was tax evading, so that's all y'all now, and this. <laughs> This motherfucker right here don't take his garbage out on Wednesday, so, so all y'all getting charged. <laughs> like it's it's some real shit. Um, last week, Lazaro was removed from Takashi's case when it was discovered that he withheld information about his prior work representing two of Takashi's fellow nine Trey gangster blood co defendants. Mm, he probably was going back and like, yo, he gonna snitch on y'all. I'm just letting y'all know. Um, well, that whole like freeway situation is also like a hot mess like that whole label is just shady as fuck and it's all right you all right you need a new one brandon just died (laughs) y'all this is what people need to go through remember me different (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry go ahead (laughs) talk to you no, no, I'm, 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 I guess I'm done. I'm like, <laughs> you've had like you never done radio before. Come on. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the charges. Oh, they're mess, they're mess, like getting shot at at lunches and mm. shit. Like, ugh. Yeah, like the charges that, that, um, he's copping to is shit like trying to pay people to kill Chief Keith and stuff like that. Like, just ridiculous shit, man also it reminds me of like i know people that were like uh being like he was kind of harmless or it's just you know these kids out here they just playing on the internet and it's like i don't know man these motherfuckers are getting killed now they need to like go into prison and all this shit they need to just chill the fuck out and um he's supposedly facing like i think i think i saw 47 years which was weird because then he'll be 69 when he gets out if that's true um (laughs) So that, i don't know if that's so true but um i think the minimum was like 32 years or something and then if he um unless he cooperates and gets it down further and he also has paid money to have extra security for his mother because of the threats against him right now so <sighs> he, he in a bad way he like five two they're gonna be trading him like cigarettes in jail it's gonna be gonna he, he got be a rough good. road ahead of him yeah all that rainbow hair got to come off man before you get in there that's it's not not a good look um city council agrees oh go ahead what'd you say what'd you say brandon i'm sorry cut off a little bit (laughs) yeah well i hope we don't catch the skittles box because you know i mean these commercials out here make it like it's kind of contagious um city council agrees r kelly is no longer welcome in philadelphia yeah yeah shout out to philly they got him up out of there 
um he's currently under fbi investigation for possibly booking a flight for one of his alleged underage victims uh he is officially no longer welcome in philadelphia cbs philly reports the city council for philadelphia listened to the hashtag mute r kelly campaign and have introduced a resolution forbidding him from visiting the city this resolution is about uh fundamentally stating a public declaration that r kelly and his sexual uh, sexual predators like him don't belong in the public sphere with public support uh philly city councilor helen jim said this symbolic act of solidarity puts all sexual predators on notice yeah and also it shows you that the internet all of them people think they had to sit down probably with some old white people and go okay this is the hashtag this is what a hashtag mean this is what people like they had to read people because to us we're like motherfucker what's wrong to them they're like never heard of this shit well also survivor Kelly documentary correct so i'm assuming that that bought it to light for somebody to be like hey we might want to look into this does he visit our city yeah i mean for a lot of people tv is still bigger than social media so putting it on tv kind of makes it official for some people Uh, i'm not saying okay i'm not saying it should be that way but it kind of is that way where it's like you know i didn't know this was happening you make a tv show out of it and everybody's like oh my god this is the worst thing ever so um i mean i'm glad that they're getting some traction with this uh hopefully some other cities will follow suit with this band i'm sorry go ahead brandon sorry karen you got it uh, with this band, does that mean he can't visit? So that mean he can't pull any concerts or anything like that? I'm, right. I'm, okay, okay. So that's what that means. Okay. Yeah. Turn his pockets. Hmm. What are you gonna say, Brandon? I'm sorry. I was gonna kind of deviate for a second and mm-hmm. just say, like, what do y'all think is gonna happen when this HBO Michael Jackson documentary comes out? Man, um, you don't know. Like, it's funny. I, I know how bad it is. I've heard how bad it is, but I don't know if I can give a thriller. I really don't. I can give up Chocolate Factory because. Mm-hmm i just can't but i don't know if i can give a thrill that's so bad well i don't think anything's going to happen michael's not here anymore mm-hmm. you know so what what kind of repercussions would they have right so at the end of the day we could beat jermaine in the streets because he knew <laughs> nobody cares about jermaine like <laughs> jermaine are we sure jermaine knew i don't i don't know who do because i like i think once you get into the who knew thing then you got a whole another set of uh apples that you got to worry about because Jenny Jackson's still out here touring, and that's everybody's fave. So, if it's gonna be mm-hmm. like we gonna blame all the living relatives of him, then yeah, mm-hmm. then it could get ugly. But I don't know. I, I mean, I think you have to see it first. But you know, it. I guess for me, I'm a little bit weird because like I never thought that it was like a thing that he could have not. Like I never was like, oh, he didn't do that. Mm-hmm. So you know, but mm-hmm. I also know that I'm not really like the cancel person anyway. I'm right. not like the only reason i can't listen to r kelly is because he's singing about the shit it's right it's not like i took some moral stance or like i'll never listen to this nigga like i understand that it's other people that are just as horrible uh or even maybe even um i'm not gonna say worse but like they they have done other things like this dude's a whole ass murderer and he be rapping about murdering mm-hmm. people it's not like i'm cool with murder it's not right. like I'm- it's not like i'm like you know what what i want to do today kill a motherfucker but i can listen to somebody that's been in like violence rap about violence and not feel like it's part of me or i'm condoning it um r kelly was just so in in your face with it. it's almost like he was taunting people with right. it and michael mm-hmm. jackson's songs don't really seem to be about that shit so i bet people will still be able to create a cognitive dissonance between um the allegations and his music because they already been doing it I think you're right. Like it's the same thing with Bill Cosby, right? Like he was taunting people through a stand up about 
mm. shit he was doing, and that's why people are like, "Oh, you an asshole because he put this in your art, right?" Like, yeah, he was plainly telling. Them what you're doing. Yeah, once God. they pulled up like footage uh, for a lot of people, um, and, I, and even with that, like I still don't expect people to like not watch the Cosby Show. Sure, there'll be some people who can't watch it, but like the vast majority of people will still be able to watch the Cosby Show and not be like oh yeah this because it's not an episode about putting something in someone's drink like right he, like he like there's a certain amount of separation um mentally between those two things and i think that's kind of what mike will be able to uh i don't know what the right word is i guess benefit from or something i don't know but he, it'll be different for him because it won't be like take his music off the air and keep him from making a new album i mean he dead he can't do that shit right um the music isn't necessarily about the same thing so people won't be feeling like they need to cancel him in that way um the now the interesting part to me is not the reaction of whether they get can whether he gets canceled or not Mm-mm. no 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 no. i want to see the hypocrites that's what i'm waiting on i want to see all the we need to believe survivors people be like not this time or the um you you know all the people that's like so so you can't stop listening to r kelly because he too good and then the, for them to be like ah michael jackson's too good mm-hmm. you know you're i trying can't to let take it go. down a black man you're gonna hear that oh yeah he a black man all of a sudden we're gonna get that shit like i want to see the hypocrites because i feel like it's gonna be a lot of people that have ridden hard on these other celebrities and shit that they don't like and they constantly get off on judging everybody for like being entertained and then this will be the one that maybe goes too far for a lot of folks where they're like but i like michael jackson and then you have to have that discussion so i'm just gonna be checking those boxes that's it (laughs) this whole thing actually reminds me of a time this was like a decade ago where i was uh teaching in a school and i had the sixth graders who were getting ready to move to junior high Mm -hmm. and the kindergartens were getting ready to move up so we were practicing for, you know, those moving up ceremonies. And the assistant principal was like, Michael Jackson songs are not acceptable in this in this school. Blah, 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 blah. Fine, you know, because the kids like to sing inspirational stuff. Right. But then the kindergartners were singing, I believe I could fly. Right. And I was like the only one that was like, wait a minute. If we're going to sit here and, and take MJ off the table, right. what about R. Kelly? I had to sit there with the assistant principal and talk about all the things mm. that R. Kelly was doing at the time. And her response was literally like, well, I've never heard of these things because it didn't affect her community right. at the moment. Right. And so I was like, wow. So I think that's for me is like, not to be like, it's a big issue, but mm-hmm. now because you guys said like, it's a, it's becoming well known across all different communities. Right. That is just like, now it's an issue. But I was like 10 years ago, I was having this discussion. And even before that we were having this discussion as like a black and brown community. Mm-hmm. So it's unfortunate that it took this long for us to, to have these discussions, but definitely unfortunate because i think r kelly in the music industry has had i mean mj really like had a reach as Mm. far as like influence but r kelly has written and produced songs for other artists right did he write yes he did (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if it was gibberish but they gave him credit for writing songs he dictated he dictated yeah you know so like at the end of the day like b2k about to go on tour and they can't even sing their hits because r kelly wrote it yeah it's so like to me it's just kind of interesting because um 
i don't understand like i feel like there's an impulse in a lot of people to uh do like the focot thing or they're like i'm gonna call it a boycott when i don't listen to something or i don't eat somewhere or i don't you will like well i'm boycotting this but it's not really a boycott because it's not organized it's not actually like a resolution in mind mute r kelly's an actual boycott like that's actual organization they have goals they have like they have that like it's it's we're not gonna we don't want this guy to be able to perform we don't want this guy to be able to uh get to release music we don't want this guy to be able to um to uh, be played on the radio like they have like actual like goals with their with their boycott you know um and i don't know that michael jackson is gonna be like there's gonna be a organized boycott as much as there'll be individual people like i do or do not listen to his music correct um i just but like i said i'm really in it for the hypocrisy i just want to see the people that become defiant after years of being like you know hashtag me too and shit because that's always the interesting part to me is where like human beings decide to opt out of what they have told me their morals are like it's not like i ascribe these to you i'm not a guy that goes around telling people what they can and cannot listen to or do so to see other people just suddenly be like uh yeah i'm gonna pull a 180 on this shit um uh yeah y'all shouldn't be listening to um what was that dude's name who died last year that got shot in the car you know what i'm talking about the, the guy from not an abusive dude xx tentation yeah yeah y'all should listen to xx tentation what's wrong with y'all da 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 and then them same people be like don't y'all talk about michael jackson i'm this is gonna be interesting to watch that go down all right let's get into other news guys all right more stuff is happening um girl scout troop leaders cookie sale theft crumbles organizations saddened by the plot twist a woodbridge girl scout troop leader tale of a thousand dollars in girl scout cookie sales being stolen was debunked by the police wednesday and she has since been fired what yep is expensive if them cookies is five boxes of cookies yeah, yes it was a thousand dollars worth of uh sales but it was only two cookies uh so right uh the woodbridge police said that an exhaustive investigation into the alleged theft of girl scout cookie sale monies has concluded with a finding of insufficient evidence to support the theft allegation as initially reported the troop leader jessica medina originally told police that an envelope containing 500 dollars in cash and several checks was left unattended at a table set up by the scouts at the entrance of the woodbridge center mall and was swiped between 4 20 p.m and 4 50 p.m on january 18th police said in a release monday this week following the investigation she changed her story and told police that the money may have been thrown away a facebook what? post you, mm-hmm. you go from thrown away who tosses that in the truck maybe she threw mm-hmm. i mean things happen that's true a facebook post written by medina following the supposed cookie sale theft stated that a man accompanied by an elderly woman in a walker took the envelope but police said that they interviewed both of them and they were eliminated as suspects honest to god the good in my heart wants to truly believe this is a misunderstanding he simply didn't know or was aware of what he was doing medina said on facebook at the time a review of surveillance footage and interviews with parents girl scouts and other witnesses who were present during the sale show that the envelope was never on the table at any time and that the proceeds of the cookie sale were kept in a cash box in on the same table that makes sense later interviews with medina showed inconsistencies with her story including the fact that she told detectives that the stolen funds were not proceeds of the cookie sale but were actually money submitted by the girl scouts to pay for future events such as roller skating and a daddy daughter dance what 
she was making up all kinds of stories uh medina yeah. <laughs> yeah. i was like girl scout takes uh what debit credit cards now so you know what are we talking about here ma'am mm-hmm. it's 2019 like they got a square they got their websites up mm-hmm. i get links from my coworkers all the time Prices and who's online. writing a check in 2019 for girl scouts right, right. Like, I saw a woman write a check the other day in um, in line at Publix. She was in front of me. And one, everybody apologized, which is hilarious. Like, she was apologizing. The cashier apologized to me. Um, and I was just marveling at the fact that somebody was writing a check in 2019. I was like, no, please go take your time. I want to see how this works again. I, it's been so long. Yeah. Don't they have to call the bank and stuff, too? Like, be like... <laughs> Do you approve this number and shit? Like that takes like a twenty minute process now. Yeah, at this point, that's like playing paying with like doubloons or like <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like paying with like Confederate dollars and shit. Like they was looking like, what do we do? How do you run this through the machine? Right. So I'm surprised you wouldn't give it to the kids, and the kids be like, "What kind of paper is this, mommy?" I was interested. I was fascinated. Um, but yeah, so the statement, um, oh wait, following the interview, she agreed with the findings and speculating that perhaps the envelope contained the money was accidentally discarded with the trash as the scouts cleaned up the area. Mm-hmm. Ain't no envelope. You ain't gotta lie. She said she was playing. $500 the- in cash? Like, let's be real. $500 in cash, assuming they were at the very least 20s. Mm-hmm. That's a big envelope. Right. And, and, my- and, right. And that's the thing. You ain't getting 20s. No, because the cookie's like three fifty. Ones and fives. That's that's what you get now. Ones and fives exactly. and quarters and you know half yeah. quarters and you know silver dollars. If people go to that far back, mm. silver dollars. Yeah, I don't know about Man, you silver know, dollars. Yeah. Cookies. I, I, I'm I, up my family heirloom. You think it's some two dollar bills in there too, Karen? I paid with bill? a two dollar bill one time. I don't know how the hell I got a two dollar bill. Okay, all right. Um, so. Um, a, a statement by Girl Scouts of Central and Southern New Jersey said that they were surprised and very saddened at the turn of events. The Girl Scouts of Central and Southern New Jersey expects the highest standards of fiscal responsibility and ethical behavior from our volunteers. In keeping with our mission, our values, and our Girl Scout promise and laws, to that end, the Girl Scouts Northern, I don't know, Girls GSCNS, I don't know what that means, has removed the troop leader from her position as a Girl Scout volunteer. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. resigning in that's disgrace that's irresponsible what if that was your kid you gonna be like we threw the kid out with the trash like <laughs> don't they go on trips and stuff right you lose your kid no right you can't handle an envelope full of cash you cannot be responsible for my child no come on and and i think for me i don't like to carry cash if i get anything of a 20 dollars, i'm panicking and wanting to go immediately to the bank because i feel like if i get popped upside here and you steal the this is gone forever if it's in a bank or on a card or some shit at least i can get my money back yeah the thing for me is that y'all gotta remember these are the mean streets of new jersey where cory booker learned uh how mm-hmm. to how to talk back to donald trump so um anything could happen with it, this it, money anything i mean i'm surprised those girl scouts didn't just shoot her and get the money back uh so yeah this story was made public uh after the story was made public several people expressed interest in replacing the stolen funds including michael a falcon chief operating officer of the brain and spine institute of new york in new jersey who offered to replace the entire amount um so now those kids will probably get to go to disneyland or some shit so maybe it worked out in the end uh anyway watch your watch your back girl scouts people out here the stealing from inside embezzling girl scout funds 
it's a damn shame um all right huge uh, huge uh, business right now man you got mm-hmm. some people just like ooh i see an opening right now i'm gonna take advantage mm-hmm. it's time for me to go in um all right let's go ahead and get into some um some of our games here guys all right oh wait i didn't even open up my motherfucking spotify playlist all right change of plans let's hurry up and do uh one more article and then spotify will be open and then we can play the music um guys did you guys know and you may if you drive you may already know this now y'all in new york so y'all might not know this but everybody else in america headlights are getting brighter and causing problems for other drivers yes i do i've I've realized this the past few years but for somebody that has a car that's low to the ground if you have vans suvs or like them them hybrid mixture trucks Mm -hmm. they hit they the way the lights are they're high and they hit right at your um your mirrors and for some reason, whenever they get behind me, they literally blind you. They blind you in, in all three of your mirrors. You're like, what the fuck is this? Like, you can't see for a split second. And I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. Turn them bitches down. Dim them. Well, cars have been different heights for many years. Yeah. But the bright lights <laughs> are the new part. Like, But that, but that's the thing. With a regular-ass car with a bright light, I'm cool because we, we eye to eye. These are actually higher, like in the, yeah. like you said, they've always been there, but I ain't been blinded by them. Right, but even with a regular ass car, if it's coming the other way, you can't see. Oh, okay. So, okay. so it's it's just the lights. You who, know? who made this idea? Did anybody not? Did they not has to be like, okay, let's put somebody in this eyes blinding me. That's all right. We're still gonna put it out in the road. I know somebody somewhere did a test because you test dummies to see if my leg gonna break. Don't you test to see if I'm gonna get blinded? i feel like it's the selfishness of society because obviously to the person driving that car the thing that matters the most to them is that they can see right and so mm-hmm. once you become a, once you make a selfish ass entitled ass decision that nobody else on the road fucking matters then you end up with everybody having these bright ass lights that make you feel like an alien invasion about to happen or some shit um and it's and it's not in our heads i've never really seen anybody talk about it before i just was like am i just getting old and sensitive to light you know am i becoming a vampire what's happening and it turns out no they've been making these motherfucking like super evolved high intensity discharge lamps halogen lamps and now leds and and i and i guess my thing goes back to the car companies you're putting out these fucking products dim them goddamn lights i you know i mm-hmm. me as a consumer it's not like a special feature where i go ooh, give me the blind them lights i'll pay the extra 50 dollars. no y'all give me this well i don't know they i don't know if they're aftermarket or, or part of the yeah i don't know if okay they, if they come with the vehicle or people are getting upgrades what'd you say it might be because of smartphones, you know, like, mm. I don't like computers. We're also used to like a certain kind of brightness. Mm. So maybe our vision is getting terrible as a result. And mm. that's why they're like automatically just beaming them up brighter and shit. So people are like barely noticing until they drive off the, the road <laughs> right? and crash into a tree like Argo or some shit. Maybe that UV rays and then like if we all had to become vampire hunters, we'll be armed for the revolution. Um, yeah, SUVs have higher ride height. That means the lights are going to be higher. They're going to be in your eyes, particularly if you're in ongoing traffic or in a smaller, say, economy vehicle, like as Karen was talking about. Doctors also say bright headlights can be distracting to other drivers. As people get older, they have a slower recovery time for their vision to return to normal after being exposed to bright lights uh cataracts also increase with age doctors tell wnyw which can also make it harder to tolerate headlights 
so it is partially we getting old because mm-hmm. i know i'll be like oh this shit hurt now like it used to it used to just be like oh this asshole that's annoying now i'm like oh god i can't see cataracts basically is the yellowing of our natural lens we're all born with a clear lens but when we go older there's a breakdown of natural proteins um and yeah the the and triple a says that there are federal regulations in place to limit headlight brightness but it can be difficult to enforce yeah like the cops not pulling you over for that i guarantee that unless you blind they pull you over for your like Mm -hmm. all right i'm a native new yorker and i don't drive i don't know how to drive never had a license anyways um i care about my vision and my safety too because i'm 411 and so Mm -hmm. if your lights are so bright that you can't see me that's a problem true but if they could pull somebody over for some tents just on site knowing that they're too dark you know on site that those lights are too bright yeah well i'll tell you this much it's a uh y'all don't really have have it up there because y'all don't really drive but uh it's an inside secret down here in the south it's not for the tent that, that that's not why they pulling you over. <laughs> they move. They, they pulling you over for your tent, not the they, tent of the windows. Yeah. You, the tent of you. They like uh <laughs> suspicion of a nigga in a car. I'm gonna need to go ahead and call this in. Uh, so they then they tell you it's your tent when you right. get, when they once they pull you over. You know what you was doing wrong? Being black? No. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Uh, your tent a little too. Uh, I just need to check it real like, quick. Yeah, yeah, I know it was my tent officer. <laughs> your headlights are too bright. We're gonna be the only niggas getting pulled over for bright headlights. Your headlights are too bright. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get into our games, guys. Play a little fucking with black people. we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles make us feel fucked with and we assign points scores from zero to 100 in intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody yay let's see who's fucking with us today guys bill maher is back in news y'all According to dailybeast.com, he makes a racist Popeye's chicken remark to black congr- congressman Will Hurd. Hmm. Black congressman I never heard of. Right. That's not, <laughs> that doesn't bode well for him. Uh, two years ago, <laughs> comedian Bill Maher got in hot water after using N-word on HBO, uh, program Real Time. Oh, yes. We all remember that, that, uh, great joke that he had to talk about being a house nigga. <laughs> Did he have to bring on Ice Cube the following week? <laughs> and so Ice Cube could admonish him to his face like, Bill, come on, man. That's terrible. And Bill's like, I'm sorry. We could say that word. Not you. Oh, you're right. You're right. Uh, I guess we'll bring on Ice T this time. We'll see. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, apparently during a sit-down interview with Republican Senator ben sass that sounds about right mar responded to a cheeky dig by the nebraska congress by the nebraska congressman we love to have you work in the fields with us by equipping world work in the field senator i'm a house nigger oh yes that old diddy mm. that's that's the flash work in the field that's part of that <laughs> senator i'm a house nigger so of course he got uh called out by everybody d ray mckesson uh chance the rapper al sharpton 
uh then they dug up an old uh clip of mar using the n-word indiscriminately surprise the situation got sober cares that the typically unapologetic comic issued a very rare apology all right so now on this friday for those of y'all that kept watching uh <laughs> i haven't watched him in so long on friday night's real time after mocking ex starbucks ceo presidential hopeful howard schultz's uh, uh called him a giant he called howard schultz a giant asshole and president trump he knows nothing about black people mar welcome will hurt a republican congressman representing texas 23rd district onto the program man what's up with him and these republican black people man um following some back and forth about the border wall which representative her who represents more border wall than any of congress uh he said he isn't a fan of the wall mar asked her who is black why he's a republican and her said i'm a republican because i believe in limited government and mar said but they don't do that i'm a republican because i believe in the rule of law i'm a republican because i believe in economic opportunity her continued uh, and mar said they don't do that either um i'm just asking why you're a republican because they're not good at debt uh that's their big thing you say limited government they don't do that they took over congress in 2011 they raised the debt a trillion dollars a year they're not good at national defense the president's a traitor what's in it for you what's in the republican party for you uh you were in the cia and with that heard explain i was in the cia for almost a decade i was a dude in the back of the alleys at four four o'clock in the morning collecting intelligence on threats to the homeland back in the alley yeah what are you talking about? i'm your mama i'm your daddy i'm that nigga in the alley um uh so yeah he said that's where you and bill mar says that's where you collected huh wow by the popeye's chicken and then the crowd kind of groaned and then mar flashed an embarrassed look like he knew he screwed up yet again you know what that's funny okay so karen <laughs> zero to hundred oh you still get a hundred but the popeye's chicken is funny okay all right still got a hundred all right what about you tati what would you give them zero to a hundred um i don't know i think i think i, I won't be like i'm gonna give it a 50 okay um i don't know i don't I, this is like a bad joke i hear lots of bad jokes in uh my life so <laughs> <laughs> you trying to tell us something no president company excluded uh, uh brandon what about you I'm gonna give it a uh, 80 because it's a very hacky joke. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot more opportunities to make jokes about her and being a black Republican than reference to Popeyes. I mean, just like his responses to everything about the Republican Party and their their mission, just like there's just so many opportunities. But All yeah, right. I'm gonna give it. 80. It's interval to 25, so 75 uh, for Brandon. Oh, come on, yeah, man. I'm, I'm, yeah. jumping, I'm jumping up, man. Come you gotta on. play the you gotta play the game the right way. You gotta play the game the right way. You can't go Jeopardy just saying statements. You gotta ask the question. <laughs> um and that's for me um i'll give it a zero this isn't even like top five top ten racist moments for bill maher like i don't even like honestly if he wouldn't have said popeye's chicken with y'all if he would say about a burger king would people even be mad like no that like isn't that us doing the racism work for him to be like he said chicken because it's a black man <laughs> like i don't know he this, said, he I think that's what I that's why I gave it a fifty because I'm yeah. feeling like he could have easily said behind the fried chicken joint, mm-hmm. and I think that would have been like an easy correlation. Right. Like maybe he just had Popeyes for lunch, and that was the first fast food place that popped in his head. I don't know. Or he could have been welcome to the cookout if he had said Ambassador Chicken, which is where crack chicken is mm. in East Orange, New Jersey. He if also he didn't know about that. People would have been like, also like oh. this is not 
close to him saying house nigga like it's not like the, <laughs> come on guys we gotta have a scale for our races like you know what this feels like man it feels like white people getting offended on our behalf like you know how they do that sometimes where it's like they think sometimes. that you know what they do you know they definitely like about the wrong things by the way they always get offended about the wrong shit that we're like that's not even something that would make me mad and they're like no he is saying chicken and you are black so not on this not on my watch buddy right. and like what no one's mad calm down i do want some chicken today by the way if we, is anybody getting popeyes let's go to popeyes together like so this one just felt kind of like they were hoping he would fuck up uh and he didn't give him enough so i'm not i'm not gonna front i'm not fucked with it all like of all the things he's done this ain't it um all right but <laughs> speaking now speaking of meanwhile when it was ted brokaw last week they was like he's a good man and what y'all so mad about like y'all don't get to decide for us when we get mad mm-hmm. fuck that mm-hmm. speaking of which <clears throat> democratic virginia governor uh ralph northam uh had a quite a weekend okay um first of all he had some pictures come out when he was in uh school in medical school yearbook when he was 25 years old and i guess you personalize your yearbook page there so you can pick which images you would like to go on your page pictures of yourself pictures of whatever right on his page he has a picture of a person in a clan robe standing next to a person in blackface uh so obviously people are like oh he did blackface or did a clan robe and thought that was so hilarious he will put it in the yearbook on uh, his yearbook page for his medical school and the middle school was cool with it yeah. enough to publish it yes because i've actually been in a four yearbook yeah and that shit is a lot of hard work because you literally have to go picture by picture by picture and like lay out the whole shit so this crossed somebody's hand and they was like fuck it 1984 in case y'all wonder what year this was because i know you know like well 1943 was a different time 1984 guys uh not that long ago um so uh at first his defense was yeah i was in that photo and i'm sorry i apologize for taking that photo uh it's obviously offensive that's not my heart now you know this is a long time ago and i've changed my way since then i hope y'all can forgive me oh that's real bad Mm -hmm. yeah it's the shoe polish black like it's not even yeah yeah it's not even like going for our, our accuracy here this is just uh there are no black people who look like this um and then what's the clan thing about what's what is that even there's no way either one of those is acceptable so now obviously um this is a 35 year old photo so to him he knew he took this photo a long time ago probably been forgot about it right uh but to us we just found out today so it's shocking right well you gotta get fucking resign motherfucker uh (laughs) you better give up that seat uh he's he Mm -hmm. in typical white man fashion said uh i will not be resigning right so i accept responsibility for my past actions i'm ready to do the hard work of regaining your trust Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. um and so uh that was the that was part one right that was how he started it um but that's where it ended up he then later say that's actually not me in the blackface or the kkk road uh, that's some other white man 
don't believe you on my on my yearbook page that i personally picked the pictures for get out of here right he now see that's the thing he personally picked the pictures for the yearbook right. so even if it's not him he did approve it so now the thing is he's calling his old classmates to ask how could it have happened that there was a mix-up that someone put something on his page that he did not approve mm-hmm. and was not taking part in mm-hmm. so essentially he got hacked in 1984 on his yearbook page Ooh, this sounds like the kavanaugh hearing you know he's gonna call squeak again and like no in 84 this was not okay and also who is the editor of this yearbook right and the school that was like this is right no no no. i I need a crime podcast deep dive into this yearbook and the mystery of this picture because i would love to see like a six-part um you know boston globe expose <laughs> like like give me go ahead, let's go ahead and go a deep dive because i know what happened already but i just would like to slowly have it revealed over the course of like six episodes of this motherfucker's a goddamn lie um it's it's just so wild that his follow-up argument he thinks is better than the original yeah and that's you know that's only I mean? like, the second like, one okay oh that's yeah. only the second one. he has another cool. argument too okay so let's get to the third level virginia governor ralph northam admits he put on blackface for a michael jackson dance competition and his nickname was coon man but denies he features in a racist yearbook picture during an excruciating press conference as he fights for his job he's making it worse yeah now listen everybody that that wasn't me with the blackface and the clansman but all right i will say all right i, I did put on blackface because i want to do the moonwalk okay one time one time and yes my friends did call me cool man but i don't know like i like watermelon fried chicken don't, don't worry about that don't worry about that i still love, my, I love virginia please stick with me <laughs> i did my cool i used to do the cool walk okay you call it the moonwalk i call it the cool walk it's like the same thing but in blackface um <laughs> yeah I, I i have no idea why he thinks this makes it better also no one knew about the michael jackson thing no one knew about the michael jackson thing till he said it right so like exactly <laughs> it's, uh, like, it's 2019 we are adults why could you just be like listen this was in 84 i was young dumb like i'm a different person now i sincerely apologize i've grown from then and keep it moving i'll be real he's just reacting to like controversy the way if i were a politician i've done some crazy shit in my past that would probably come up and i'd probably like try to negate that by saying some of the worst i've done in the past i'd be like oh yeah you know one time i did crash my car into a dairy queen but that's not the worst thing i've ever done you know i did one time accidentally kill a squirrel <laughs> with a fire a water hose you know but that's a, i'm not a murderer <laughs> yeah it's kind of genius <laughs> it's kind of genius in our very like uh reactive like social media time yeah. he should just do every press conference and reveal a new layer of crime and, and and you know what all he's doing is mocking the president because this is the shit the president does that constantly keep the new storyline so that you forget what we fucking originally are angry about yeah I, well it's funny because he's not doing it on purpose um and he really do he's think not doing he, it on purpose well he really think he making it better like I, some of that i might can play some of the press conference we'll see if i can you know how my computer does but yeah his pr team is doing a terrible fucking job nobody go to him like shut the fuck up yeah like you're not making it better dude right just be quiet and the sad part about it you could actually could have kept your job off of the first one yeah he should just like contact like uh, uh 
like a olivia pope or somebody and be like can you just teach me what i need to say um and the other part is that a lot of people don't realize so virginia also has a lieutenant governor who refused to uh i think it's either he refused to acknowledge robert e lee day um he's a black dude or or something like something where he was like man fuck this i'm not standing for robert e lee and walked out um that's the lieutenant governor so if this dude steps down that nigga becomes governor right so it's even more pressure to me like resign bitch let's let's get it cracking i want to put the nigga up we about to be about to fuck virginia up like virginia already racist too i know he's gonna be talking some shit oh so yeah all this stuff is bad for him uh i don't know why this thing doesn't you guys know how my computer does um i'll try to see if i can play in the background but yeah he did a press conference that was horrible it was just like him being like yeah you know i can moonwalk and you know i could dance real good as michael jackson is this the one they did friday to break news yeah okay that was breaking news and everything so um it was so anyway um zero to a hundred for uh governor ralph northam um and his blackface coon man antics karen oh he get a hundred he had to be the pool and he don't know how to swim he just keeps drowning (laughs) all right what about you brandon it is a hundred and you investigate why he just called man hello so this is the worst i wonder if it's because they used to call michael jackson like moon man maybe i don't know if that's right Mm, did they call did he call did they call jackson moon man for moonwalking or no probably did i feel like that sounds like it's something that would be a fact but Mm -hmm. i'm not i'm making it up in my head trying to do the work of racism for it um what about (laughs) you tati zero to a hundred i mean a hundred just because he's an ass like you should have just accepted it i did it my like i'm not that person because it's clearly 30 plus years ago but also in in the 80s michael jackson was already changing his skin color so he wasn't even that dark at that time right yeah he said he went with shoe polish because he he, oh go ahead i'm sorry just like i'm just i'm dumbfounded right now yeah he said he did shoe polish because he did want it to come off you're okay. not making it better yeah <laughs> yeah i don't want to be sure my brown face don't wash away he was 25 when he deemed it okay to cover the face in shiny black wax at least two decades after the civil rights movement decried it northam appeared to try to soften that offensive occasion by revealing he won the contest he did it for what <laughs> they racist too he's like yeah but if y'all seen how like your boy got it i mean i yeah, feel like y'all I mean, would feel differently i mean if y'all would have came into the room and heard all that i was getting that dog like if he sort of broke into a michael jackson impression at that moment it would have been real good if he was just if he would just start singing like billy jean is my lover yep. <laughs> uh, you want to see what a comic queen man and he does a twirl and just starts doing the smooth criminal dance he's like let me get a beat y'all <laughs> do 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 they're like resting in shit right. on, like, the two, on the on the ones and threes throwing everybody off but the kid is not my son hold on watch out now yeah i know yeah i go they're like no you, mm. you're still fired but he won't resign give it a cool man one more time y'all yeah <laughs> Coon man, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the coon man is going on tour. I know. Don't don't forget to cast your votes. Um, yeah. So uh the thing, I give it a hundred as, as well. I mean, it's it's just so ridiculous. 
um the other thing was um that was another thing about this that was oh i know what it was yo this is a medical school like and then when we as black people are like so um we have a distrust of these doctors we don't get diagnosed correctly they don't believe we're in pain when they give us pain medications black women die of complications in childbirth at much higher rates um, than white women and shit and these are the medical professionals who claim to have no bias it's all medicine who also are supposed to be fucking treating us and they think blackface is cool in 1984 cool enough that it passes multiple levels of fucking uh scrutiny and makes it into the yearbook how the fuck i'm supposed to look at you as a doctor and be like yeah dog um i guess you can diagnose this high blood pressure pretty good like what oh a hundred a hundred um all right let's uh let's see what else let's let's get into our uh next game all right guys let's do a little bit of uh guest race um where's my guest race music here we go <clears throat> now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across to all the podcast land we read to play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today tati and brandon of the medium popcorn podcast to guess the race and of course everyone playing is racist <clears throat> and karen in the chat room get to play along as well we do um and guess the race is brought to you by triangle wine co mm-hmm. that's right guys triangle wine co sells thousands of wines from all over the world for every budget they actually have a special announcement for all of our fans guys i will put it in the chat but uh for a limited time only they got the couple go couples goals wine two pack it's on sale for 19.99 discounted from a regular price of 28 dollars we got a pack it's already sitting in there Mm -hmm. and i'm not gonna front guys uh it's been very excruciating to have to wait to not open it up until wednesday pass by them okay but we're gonna be disciplined yeah we got to get some fancy cheese some cheese i can't pronounce we're gonna wait until wednesday and then we're gonna open it okay but they have a wine uh two-pack couples goals um and it's celebrating the you know valentine's day spirit okay mm-hmm. for the lovers all right now i do say if uh you're single on valentine's that's just my wine for you okay so like don't let that stop you from celebrating your love of yourself okay or invite a friend over the pack is to celebrate the coupling of a fruity balanced shiraz hope i pronounced that right with a mesmerizing moscato to take you and your sweetheart from the main course to the dessert okay <laughs> um and yeah i, I can't like wait. a good moscato can't wait to crack them open mesmerizing moscato. yes mm. And if you don't live in an area where you can uh where the wine can be shipped you can buy e-gift cards for a loved one who does at trianglewineco.com or visit their tea public store uh at triangle wine co uh to show your wine love with fun merch and they also y'all when y'all see the show the art for um that they did for this i'll make it i'll make it the uh art for the show as well but when you see the art for like the wine pack it's mm. so cool mm. like 
they really they really like made it look like me and karen and we're hard so cute and like karen had some candy and i had like some flowers and stuff and uh i'll I'll try to make it put it on t-shirts and stuff for people for the t public store and stuff so if y'all want to rock one for valentine's day uh which a uh, couple goals um it, it was it was just real cool man she sent it to me and was like um here's the link and i was like oh my god this shit is adorable put it on the shirt i'll buy it she was like i'll do you even better you can have the art you can put it on your shirt i was like oh, i'm gonna buy that too then I, i'll do it okay don't call my bluff um <laughs> all right let's get into this racism guys all right uh trianglewineco.com though okay um <clears throat> what the hell kind of stuff do y'all want to talk about here's one um a nashville man has been charged with identity theft and he kept the victim's wallet in a fanny pack oh shit old school uh nashville man's behind bars with identity theft after trying to use someone else's debit card at a bar julian r mitchell twins now jailed in davidson county after the incident on thursday an arrest affidavit says mitchell tried to use the victim's regions bank cards at a bar but the business systems uh business systems gave notification that the card was also stolen mitchell was asked for his id handed over a tennessee driver's license that was plainly obvious it was not mitchell's due to the discrepancy in height metro police said mitchell denied using the driver's license but a search of the suspect yielded the victim's wallet being kept in the mitchell fanny pack police said they recovered several cars belonging to the victim mitchell is now being held on twenty five thousand dollars bond karen guess the race of julian r mitchell julian r mitchell is white and he's 20 so because i know the fanny pack been making a comeback so he probably got one of them new fancy fanny packs that they overcharged info okay tati i'm gonna go with white i feel like that you know the fanny pack but also the fact that they mentioned a height discrepancy was mm. what gave it away yeah okay brandon same white because only white people try to play off height discrepancies in legal documentation mm. shout out to tom cruise uh guess the uh, race uh, in the uh, chat room white teen america fuck yeah white 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 pasty pretty crime white post malone white fanny pack and mom jeans white the correct answer is let's see stiller of identities and people mm. <laughs> i think that's only that can only be white the correct answer is and everybody pretty much went down the same road on this one and everybody got it right he was white clap emojis And let me put up his picture whenever this gets ready to let me share oh there we go all right um i'll make it a little bigger uh that's him there and i guess trey had already seen this because he said team america um and he does look like Woo! he does oh, look like one of those team america real things and emoji right <laughs> oh, he looked like what a he looked like a sims character on my game <laughs> like i made him up and i'm trying to uh work him up in the world yeah that's pretty terrible buddy that's not a good look talk to your style he oh like he's a- gonna be the bell of the ball in jail <laughs> uh-huh he's like a extra member of color me bad um <laughs> all right let's see if we can find another one how about um police it's almost valentine's talk about some love guys okay uh police say that man drove a stolen car to jail 
to bond out his girlfriend who was arrested for driving a stolen car oh that's love <laughs> now when i say two people meant to be together <laughs> say that again brandon i'm sorry that's some gone in 60 seconds shit like <laughs> we all just steal cars to get each other out yeah when he rolled up he was playing we belong together in the car because that's ah! they, that's birds of a feather we got something in common uh ride sharing services can be useful for a lot of things like providing the means of okay this is a sassy article let me get to this uh duluth <laughs> residents Derek taylor canty 26 and uh akira acria cooper okay so Derek taylor canty 26 and acria cooper 24 are now both behind bars having been charged with felony demeanor theft by receiving stolen property altering serial numbers and several the charges for having four stolen cars in their possession good god yeah that's some new jersey drive shit the four vehicles were discovered earlier this week after a gwinnett county police department officers stopped cooper for speeding on georgia highway 316 according to corporal michelle pejera a uh, spokeswoman for the department after making contact with the, the officer discovered that the license plate displayed on the back of the jeep was stolen the driver took told the officer that she purchased the vehicle through an ad on the buy sell trade website after the driver was arrested and placed in the back seat of a patrol car the officer found that the vin plate displayed on the windshield was fraudulent the true vin was found police were the vehicle was reported stolen uh from thrifty rental in tennessee when someone rented the vehicle with fraudulent information cooper was ultimately taken to the gwinnett county jail where motor vehicle theft unit investigators called the taylor count uh taylor canty to tell him that cooper was in jail okay so that's when things went south Derek traveled to the jail bond uh to bond out acria while in the parking lot he called the investigator to inquire about his girlfriend suspecting that Derek could also be in a stolen vehicle the investigators confronted Derek in the parking lot the 2019 infinity that he was driving also had a fraudulent vin the true vin was found the investigators learned the vehicle was reported stolen from enterprise rental in kentucky he was placed under arrest should have took it over uh not only did not only did police find that taylor canty was driving a stolen vehicle they also found two other sets of keys on him which came from two other stolen vehicles one of which was at cooper's house the other vehicle uh pahara said taylor canty had sold to a buyer in milton using the title of a different vehicle the owner however had been in a car accident and had left the vehicle on the side of interstate 1985 police recovered it wednesday that's how you know they ain't pay that they ain't pay market price for that shit he's just like oh fuck it then i walk home in addition to the theft and altering serial number charges cooper was charged with speeding driving without a license altering a vehicle to conceal his identity and proper window tent and noise told you they don't give a uh taylor can (laughs) taylor candy was also charged with theft by deception operating the chop shop um karen guess the race oh this is black because they kept stealing the cars from the same place don't you think the rental people gonna be the very first people to report their cars is stolen like this doesn't make any sense everybody involved and this was brown all right tati i yeah i think they're i think he's black i don't know yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with my gut okay and brandon yeah i'm just gonna say looping around the back black okay (laughs) let's check the chat room see what they believe um 
uh, the, the robin season romance black drove a stolen car to get his woman who was accused of grand theft auto out of jail survey says black three strikes in one day black go Aww. fraud goes black black set out set it off black black charged with a proper tent black black canty as in canty get here without committing crimes black blackity black uh blackity grand theft negro ha rebooting of bonnie and clyde with black people uh will packers reducing (laughs) oh that's a deep cut roger and uh bonisha and clyde wow the correct answer is and it seems like all of y'all went black and you all got it correct um and i'll get that picture up as soon as uh uh crowdcast allows me you know my google chrome be moving slow sometimes uh all right let's see here yeah because with them names alone if them was white people names i'd have been shocked yeah a korea was kind of a giveaway you know uh Derek taylor can't i feel like he go both ways yeah, every now and then they they might trick you yeah but and get names that they would throw away in a resume but you know most of the time that'd be us at least they in jail together you know <laughs> yep real love spending valentine's day you know maybe they best friends i mean you that's some real love and hip-hop right there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. bring it full circle uh all right let's go to the bonus round guys uh boom double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race in the bonus round of guess the race so far everybody's two for two but let's see if they can keep the racism up all right okay (laughs) a former clerk was arrested after an audit finds city the city like the city she not not city like c-i-t-i but city like c-i-t-y okay city car used to buy jeff dunham tickets the former Raceland city clerk, city clerk has been arrested and accused of embezzling more than $16,000. Ooh. Yeah. After a Kentucky Ooh. State Police investigation. Kentucky State Police said in a, said a credit card that had been used to buy tickets to see ventriloquist committee, comedian Jeff Dunham, personal items, and other matters not related to city expenses. Rebecca Miller was arrested Friday and charged with fraudulent use of a credit card of $10,000 or more, a Class C felony. She was being held in Greenup County Detention Center. Uh, according to state police, they were contacted in January after newly elected Mayor Talmadge McPeak ordered an audit of the city funds and discovered apparent misuse of the city's credit card. Guess the race of Rebecca Miller. Karen. Uh, white, because I don't know who Jeff Dunham is, and I assume Jeff is white. Okay, so Karen's going with white. All right. Uh, Tati. I, I want to say white, but my gut is telling me that she's black. Okay, okay. And uh, Brandon. Yeah, I'm going to go with white, because black people don't really fuck with uh, puppets like that, because they be haunted and shit. Mm, okay, all right. Uh... <laughs> That's some interesting reasoning. Uh, <laughs> this is why I told you these tangents he goes on, these movies don't miss out. Uh, let's check the chat room and see what they believe. Um, only white people find those puppets funny enough to commit fraud. White, this Aww. is a white. White because they said embezzlement instead of that Negro stealing. White, white collar, white. 
jeff dunham tickets one who likes a show after a day of blackface mystery use the money to support her mayo habit white white snow white and the puppet dwarfs i steal you white chucky's Uh new best friend white garth brooks hat white the correct answer is and everybody went with the same thing except for tati and the correct answer is white they were white she was white uh-huh. Oops, sorry. sorry hold on hold on I won. here we go i was thinking that i would if i were to do it i would just do it for resale value mm. like i wasn't attending i was just selling it to some extra white people that wanted to see it a, hus- a hustler to your core tati i mean i feel you, you probably would have <laughs> said five hundred dollars was missing from the girl scouts i feel you okay but uh i still gotta give you these booze because you guessed wrong i'm sorry and that's her right there guys the former clerk is it showing on screen yes okay. it is yeah she's like a jeff dunham fan i don't know she spent ten thousand dollars on other shit but also she got some jeff dunham tickets oh, which was the uh oh. Dead giveaway oh i looked him up yes this he's the whitest of the white yeah and then this is the couple he looks, go- like, she went to- he looks like who sorry about no go ahead i just gonna say she looks like she spent a lot of that that stolen credit at 7-eleven buying some slurpees oh <laughs> yeah i mean this is not a good look for her okay um not 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 necessarily a fan of uh of uh this kind of theft for that type of uh payback i mean but good good i mean she was scamming she definitely had that scamming look on her face all right let's go to sore ratchetness are you showing a couple goals yeah i was trying to show everybody that too i'm just waiting on the picture to load oh i can see it okay oh <laughs> So a ratchet this time, guys. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, who, what we got here? Um, a Marysville girlfriend stabbed a man in the back with a sword. Oh, a Marysville woman stabbed a boyfriend in the back with a sword, causing him to lose half of his left lung. Oh, this is not love. At two a.m. Friday, police. Uh, I, uh, I guess it is. They said love hurts. Uh, police were called at 2 a.m. Friday saying that she'd stabbed the man. Uh, the woman said she stabbed the man. Police found him face down in the bedroom. Officers cut away his clothes and saw a wound in his back. A sheath was in the bedroom. The sword was in the kitchen, leaning against a high chair. The woman oh. told officers she became upset with her boyfriend over relationship issues. Oh. Yeah, this is what happens when you keep avoiding that. That's keep- terrifying. Keep, keep relationship away. issues that could be like you didn't go to the grocery store this morning to get the tissues out on right that's why it's important to, to not avoid those talks okay had them tough talks i think we need to talk yeah that's what happened when you keep delaying it uh she left the room reportedly returned to find him tearing apart her jewelry in her version of the story mm. she yelled at him he punched her she fell backwards hitting her head still on the ground she noticed the sword grabbed it and jabbed him in self-defense in the back um he walked out of the bedroom, stood by the kitchen sink, went back to the bedroom where he collapsed, according to her. The trail of blood seemed to match her account, but police doubted key parts of her recollection. Right. Detectives believe the sword was probably kept in the sheath, especially with two small kids in the house. Based on that probability, 
what they have sherlock there uh based on that probability the sword would have been had to be removed from the sheath before the man was stabbed and that would lend incredible evidence to the fact that she retrieved the sword removed it from the sheath and stabbed him in it as he faced away or walked away from her right detectives believe she attacked the man when he was defenseless she had scratches on her face she told police she he, he told she told police she'd done it to herself because she felt ugly and believed her boyfriend would hurt her anyway what well that's never good that's you know what it sounds like he was in there minding his own business and she was like look this is the last time you're gonna drink the milk out the bottle backstab and that's it i've had Mm -hmm. enough of you uh the woman was arrested for investigation of first degree domestic violence uh assault uh she bell's been set at five hundred thousand dollars the man's ex-girlfriend filed for a restraining order july 2016 on behalf of daughter age four she accused the marysville woman of hitting kicking and bruising a young girl so he has a Ooh. child from another relationship and that woman that stabbed him in the back uh has been accused of abusing that child and he stayed with her too so then he got stabbed Mm-mm-mm. uh all right well that's terrible guys all right don't don't be dating these people with swords in your house i don't know what's wrong with and y'all have them hard conversations you might get sliced up mm-hmm. uh brandon tell everybody where they can uh find everything uh real quick absolutely y'all can follow me at american collins americancollins.com i got some amazing shows coming up drunk black history in long island city on friday february 22nd with gordon baker bone and then saturday february 23rd in brooklyn with mike brown i got comedy outliers back one more time we have an amazing lineup and then if you're not in the new york area though just check out media popcorn my wife tatiana's on it occasionally but it's just insane movie reviews ron and karen have been big supporters of the show you can find it on itunes stitcher podomatic spotify and if you really love the show, you can sign up for Patreon, which has some of the craziest content you'll ever hear in your life. That's why it's behind a paywall because <laughs> we don't need the public hearing some of that shit. And make sure you guys, uh, you know, still shout out to Justin Brown, Mike Brown, follow them too on social media. Um, and, uh, yeah, check out Medium Popcorn. It's a very good show. It's one of our favorites. It and, is. uh, Tati, thank you for coming on. You're, you're free. You, you're baby. welcome to come back anytime. You don't have to bring Brandon unless you want to. It's totally fine. Um, oh all Thank right you guys for having me i had a great time anytime until next time uh first of all go uh go enjoy the super bowl everybody okay yes. you can stop order papa john's they fired the racist man it's okay um all right until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.